What is up, guys? Welcome to Thinking Out Loud. This is Matthew Stewart, your host. Um, so, if you're paying attention to my Facebook, I put a uh, post up today um, saying that I would be discussing um, a certain topic today, and that would be um, my stance, where I stand as an evangelical, where I stand as a follower of Christ with everything going on these days. I think sometimes people have mistaken me for, you know, supporting one political party when I'm not just because I don't support um, the same person that they do. And uh, so I wanted to clear some things up. Okay, so... As far as I look back, I look back to President Obama's pres uh, Barack Obama's presidency. Sorry, and um, I knew, based on Romans thirteen, that we are to honor and pray for our leaders, as well as in uh, the letters to the church that Peter wrote during the reign of Nero, where he said, you know. Pay your taxes, honor the emperor. And man, I, as evil as Nero was, I can only imagine how the Christians then took that. I can only imagine they were saying, this man is killing our brothers, our sisters, mothers, fathers, using them as lamps to light Rome. I can only imagine um, what their response would have been. But Peter was divinely inspired with those words. Just as the Apostle Paul was divinely inspired with his word in Romans 13. That all that are under power, that have authority, have been placed there by the sovereignty of of God and the sovereignty of God is a theme that the church is getting away from more and more because we want to believe the idea that we are sovereign. That's just a fact. We want control, we want to make a God in our image, which is idolatry. And the thing is, all that we believe, our principles, our ethics, the way we treat others, our worship, the way that we are as citizens, ought to come from the Word of God. And we are to obey it. I can't make it any clearer than that. Now, get to the, getting to the point, um, in 2017 or 16, during Barack Obama's presidency, there, you know, I heard word of people and I saw people that would say, I'm not praying for him. And there was a lot of ill will towards him and bitterness towards him. And in a sense, I can understand because his stances were against our principles. They absolutely were. They are. Just like Joe Biden's are now. 
But we have no right to hate our leaders. We, constitutionally, we have the right to mock our leaders and say what we want. Yes. Biblically, I don't see any gray areas for that. Biblically, what I see is that we are to pray for those in power, that we're to honor them, that we're to acknowledge that God placed them precisely where they are for the precise time, both good and evil, by his sovereignty and for his purpose. Joe Biden is in office according to the sovereignty of God. That's it. We don't need to argue about this point. According to Romans 13, that's a fact. Our duty is to pray for him, to stand for righteousness, even though it means going against the crowd, going against what he says is quote unquote right, um, or what he believes in. Um, and the most important thing is to pray for his salvation and the salvation of Kamala Harris. Now, a pet peeve of mine, and I'm tired of hearing it, is these Christians that say, oh, I pray for him. I pray that, you know, there's a prayer in uh, the Psalms, I think it was, I forgot, but that his days would be short. Let, let me just say, that is spiteful. And that's praying in the, the wrong way. What we ought to be praying is for his salvation. For Kamala Harris's salvation. And that we would have the courage to stand upon God's word, no matter the cost. But that we would not lower ourselves to mocking our leaders just because we have the constitutional right to. I got a spoiler for you. Scriptures for us, for the believers, for the saints, trumps the Constitution. This is not our home. The United States of America is just a place we're traveling through to get to our heavenly home. That's it. This is all temporary. So, are we putting our treasure in what is eternal or in what is temporary? Are we living for what is eternal or what is temporary? Are we obeying the word of God? Or are we going by our own whims because we have the constitutional right to? Guess what? It won't matter at all that we have the constitutional right if we're disobeying God. Because we'll have to answer for that. We will be held accountable for that. No question. I'm not saying that Joe Biden is right. I'm not saying that Kamala Harris is right. What I'm saying is it's the Christian's duty to pray for their salvation, to pray that God would give them discernment to lead, and to honor them and to love them to the very best of our ability. That is simply what I'm saying, and it's not difficult. But I keep on having to repeat this, and I will continue to.
but that's where I stand on that subject. So I, I, I find myself and I have found myself in no man's land among Christians. You have the left who um, has forsaken biblical the, the biblical standard, who has forsaken what God has said in his word. And they've forsaken the fact that scriptures are inerrant. And, um, yeah, they've, they've tried to create a God in their own image and their own likeness that has a different standard when it comes to sin that doesn't mention hell that doesn't mention repentance of sin. And it's all, we just love people and that's it. That's not the God of the Bible. And that's not what Christ has called us to. And then you've got uh, the extremist right who justifiably, and I stand with them, standing against abortion, being... Um, pro-life I'm, I'm focusing on that more now uh, than I have in the past I, I wish I had but admittedly I didn't but I'm glad I am now especially with what all is going on currently but I found myself too in the crossfire of the what would I call the far right because during Trump's presidency I was very open about not agreeing with the nature of his character. I was very open about um, he didn't behave in the way that a leader should. He didn't behave in the way that a Christian should, someone that professes to be a Christian should. And uh, I got flack for that. And I heard the common things, well, nobody's perfect, so and so and so and on. A lot of people justifying his actions and what he did. I don't know if Donald Trump is saved. That's between him and God. Um, but I did pray for him. And that did change um, my heart. I didn't carry as much bitterness for him as I did starting out. Um, and the thing is, with the next elections coming up, I feel like we're going to see the worst out of the right-leaning Christians again. I hope not. But I think and sometimes I, I do, I believe from what I've observed that these evangelicals take him as the example of how we ought to act. And he's not the person to look to. The person to look to is Christ. And when you're not looking at the perfect example, when you're not following the perfect example, you, you veer off path. And then when someone brings correction about that, it, it, it's not accepted gladly. Correction is not accepted that well. Um, and I'm not saying that I have all the answers and that I'm perfect because I'm absolutely not. God knows. Um He's been doing a work on my life, continues to by his grace. You know, he has not given up on any of us. 
you know, um, but I do, I find myself in a place where I don't know where I belong with the, uh, right and left as far as Christianity goes. And that's a good place to be, I believe. My stance is on the Bible. My stance is the scriptures. I'm open to continue to learn, but I'm going to lay my foundation and my principles on what the scriptures tell me. Not what Donald Trump says, not what the left says, not what the nationalists say, but what the word of the almighty God says. And that's where the Christian should go for his foundation and principles. It, it, it really is not that complicated. We've just made it that way. Because we pick and choose what we want to believe. We pick and choose what we want to stand by. The Bible is not a bag of trail mix that you can just pick and choose what you want to believe and what you want to obey. We are to live in obedience to the word of God. We are not sovereign. God is. And when we submit our lives to Christ, he is Lord. Master is another word over our lives. And you know what? As you're in the word of God, it's going to read you. And you have to look at yourself honestly. I definitely had, have to had to. And look at things differently. Because none of us have all the answers. None of us ever will. We're continuously learning. We're continuously growing. But we do have to take a stand. And uh, I don't think the far left or the far right is the place to take it. I believe wholeheartedly the Word of God is the place where we ought to take our stand. That's the only place that is secure. Because the other two are not trustworthy. Because with the other two, you're trusting in men and political factions and social groups and not Jesus. And that's a problem. So that's just where I stand on that. I'm saying go to the scriptures for what you believe and take a stand on that. Also, be willing to say, I don't know sometimes. Be willing to continue to learn because I'm telling you this right now. We're all going to continue to learn throughout our lives, throughout this journey. And we have to be accustomed to that. But filter everything you hear, everything that you see from the far left and the far right through the word of God. Bring correction where it is needed. Bring encouragement where it is needed. But stand by the word of God. That's the surest foundation that we have. Y'all have a good night.